In the name of our God, who is the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you think about your uh, memories, it's funny sometimes, isn't it, the things that stay with you, um, the little sort of seemingly, in addition to the things that are significant and noteworthy, the little small inconsequential details that for whatever particular reason um, are lodged in your memory and stand out in your memory. We have in the gospel, which is placed before us this morning, a very significant memory Uh, that of Simon Peter, who shared with John Mark, uh, and John Mark then recorded this in his Gospel of Jesus, um, appearing in Galilee and calling uh, Simon Peter and Andrew, James and John, um, to come and follow him. And as we hear that account, as we hear that call, we see things both substantial and significant and things small as well. One of the intriguing things is we see little sort of eyewitness details. Uh, we hear that, uh, that both James and John were in their boat. We hear that they were mending their nets. We hear that they were there um, with their father Zebedee uh, along with the hired servants. We hear that as Jesus called them, they left their boat and their nets uh, and their father and immediately they went uh, and followed him. We, we hear these sort of uh, fascinating little details that, that come from an eyewitness sharing that which he experienced, that which he encountered, that which, are in, which encountered him. And we're taken to the seashore um, in Galilee, to the fishing boats and to the nets. And inevitably, uh, as we are taken there, we hear that it is a beautiful place. And though it's a beautiful place, it's not, at least in worldly terms, Um, a significant place. And not only is it not a significant place in worldly terms, but certainly Simon Peter and Andrew, uh, James and John, uh, in a worldly way, are not substantial either. Uh, If you're planning a grand debut, um, Galilee would not be the place that you would choose for your grand debut. And yet we see um, that this is the place um, which God chose. This is the place in which Jesus came forth Uh, And began to call and saying, the time uh, is now. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent uh, and believe. Come and follow me. Uh, In this place we hear that which took place. As I am thinking about the Sea of Galilee, as I'm thinking about Jesus coming forth into the world, his calling them to come and be fishers of men, inevitably my mind is um, taken back to many fond memories which... Um, Paul and I have from our days uh, on Sullivan's Island, uh, particularly uh, back when Jack and Maisie were just little bitty um, at that time before they asked for gas money and then they were gone, the time when they were um, close by and if they went somewhere, I went with them. And we spent lots of fabulous hours there. Uh, My neighbor and friend across the street, Woody Wood, um, I mean, who can forget Woody Wood? Great guy. We spent wonderful hours um, over on his dock throwing the cast nets and, you know, so much fun pulling up the crab pots, throwing the cast nets. And at at the right time, at the right um, tide, as the water began to come back in and you would throw the cast net out, you would pull it up. And I remember um, Jack and Maisie's delight and my delight as well as you open the net and onto the dock would fall uh, shrimp and crab and flounder and menhaden and all these um, fabulous things um, would be dropped 
there before you. And I remember one particular day, and it was uh, a day in which literally it had been raining constantly for days, and we had more than just a little cabin fever. Uh, And at that time, Jack was just a little guy, and uh, we're teaching him to fish. We started off with a Snoopy fishing rod. I don't know if any of you ever had the, remember the Snoopy fishing rod, and we started off, we tied the weights to the end of the Snoopy fishing rod, and he would practice uh, his casting in the playroom, in the living room, in the front yard, everywhere. He carried that rod around with him, and it wasn't long before he graduated um, to a full-size rod, and I put a crankbait um, on the end of it. I, I did remove the treble hooks, um, thought that was wise, but he would, he would practice with that. But this day it had been raining solid for days. We had more than a little cabin fever, and so Jack and I, I can still visualize it to this day. He puts on his little um, raincoat with his hood and his rain boots, and we went out um, to do some fishing on the dock. And if we expected to catch anything, it was a cold, um, as it was just absolutely pouring. But as I say, stir-crazy will make you do um, funny things. And there we were, and he was casting it out and reeling it in and casting it out and reeling it in. And then he all of a sudden he said, Dad, I got one! Uh, and I thought, you know, sure, pal. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's great. You keep thinking that. But I looked down in the water, and sure enough, a fish um, had grabbed um, the lure. And before, I said, wait a minute, Jack, get, get that back in here. And I, and I took off the one without hooks, and I actually put one with hooks on this time. And he, and he cast it out, and, and sure enough, the next thing we know, bam, uh, he, he caught a fish. Um, he reeled it in, uh, and a fabulous uh, memory, a remarkable memory uh, when, when Jack uh, became a fisherman uh, on that particular day. Well, as I share that with you, part of the reality is, I mean, that was, in some ways, it's a, it's a common memory. We're, we're common people. It was a common place. In many ways, there was nothing um, substantial uh, about that moment. But, of course, the truth is it was entirely substantial for us. Uh, It was entirely substantial for myself. It was entirely substantial for my son Jack as uh, he became a fisherman. It was was a moment uh, which had an impact uh, in our lives. And the reason I share all of that with you, one of the things that we see, yes, in the gospel this morning, but throughout the entire witness uh, of the scriptures is this. And it's a word uh, that I hope you will hear, a word, I believe, of tremendous encouragement to you and to me, a word of tremendous good news to people like you and me. And that is this. In the gospel we see before us this morning, we see that our, that our extraordinary God comes forth into the lives of ordinary people. For Simon Peter and Andrew, for James uh, and for John, uh, ordinary people in an ordinary place, we hear that none other than God himself uh, appeared in the midst of their daily lives and called them into our relationship with Him, um, who is our life and who is our salvation. And in His call of them, we also see things which are, I believe, encouraging to you and to me as well. We see that He didn't call them um, because they had uh, acquired a particular standing. He didn't call them because of their substantial biblical knowledge. Um, He didn't call them um, because they, at this point, had sought Him long enough and they had their act together enough that He said, okay, well, you know what, I'll, I'll meet with you now. No, we see that Jesus appeared to them. It was a day at the office for them. Um, they, were, they were casting nets. They were mending nets. They were going about uh, basically in just the mundane of day-to-day of their lives. And into the midst of that, we see that Jesus himself comes and calls them to himself, calls them to come and to follow him. 
The word that I pray that you will hear this morning is this, that just as it is true for them, it is just as true for you and for me as well. The Lord Jesus came into the world because we have a deep and desperate need of Him. He came into the world because we have need of a Savior. He came into the world um, to seek and to save us. And He comes and He calls people um, like you and me in the midst of our ordinary lives. Yes, in all of our faultiness and flawedness and brokenness. But also in the midst of all the mundane things of our lives as well. Um, he comes forth into the world, calls us into relationship with Himself. And there is in Mark's gospel and throughout, uh, not just Mark's gospel, but certainly uh, in the scriptures, there is a sense of urgency here uh, in our response to Jesus. Jesus says to them, the word is given to you and to me as well, um, to come uh, and follow him. Later in the gospels, Jesus will say to them, who do you say that I am? There is a sense of urgency which is here. Now, as I say that, let me say I know all about procrastination. Um, I, it's really, a, I would say, a specialty. I would put my procrastination up against anybody's um, tomorrow. And, uh, and I, I'm always appreciative of uh, you know, a sermon hymn with four verses. Um, that one will sneak up on you. Think about that one a little bit. Uh, it's actually, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. Trust me. Um, I understand... I understand procrastination. Uh, and inevitably, with all of us gathered here, there's probably a spectrum uh, of what you think about Jesus and where you are uh, in your relationship with Him. Maybe uh, it is lukewarm. Maybe um, it's cold. Maybe it's warm. Maybe it's hostile. Maybe you feel like that you were there with Him and yet you've fallen um, to the point that perhaps it was never real um, in the first place. Well, here is the word of good news that goes out to all. Um, our hope... Um, our strength are found not in yours and my sufficiency, but in Jesus's, who's come forth into the world to seek and to save the lost, to seek and to save sinners, to call you and me out of the commonness uh, of, out of our lives, in our search for significance, to call us to himself, who alone is the place where we find the end to those needs, that need um, for significance, that need for life, that need um, for those relationships. We find the end to those things in Jesus who comes forth into the world and calls us to himself. So the word goes forth to you and to me. Um, God first seeks us in his love and his grace and his mercy, but he also calls us to himself that we would come uh, and that we would follow him, uh, not uh, perfectly, uh, not once you've gotten it all together, but right here uh, and right now. Come and follow him, who alone is our life, who alone is our salvation. And as we hear that this day, let us pray. Heavenly Father, you know the state of each of our hearts. And we give you thanks, we give you praise that you have sought us, uh, both collectively and individually. We pray that by the work of your Holy Spirit, you would... Drive away all uh, doubts, all fears, uh, all roadblocks which keep us from you. And that in your great might and your great mercy, you would draw us to yourself. And we might find in you our life uh, and our hope and our salvation. And these things we beg, Lord, not in our merits, but in your mercies. And in the name of your Son, who is Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.